0: Erev Tov, good evening, and welcome to Devash Lefi. We're looking at the apocalypse, we're looking at chapter 1 and the vision that John had of Yeshua. The vision he had of Yeshua was not an earthly Yeshua, but a heavenly one. Was not Yeshua as the Son of Man when he was on earth, but as the Son of Man glorified, as the High Priest. It's an amazing amazing vision of Yeshua, glorified Kohen Gadol, Cohen Gadol, high priest, the great high priest, our high priest, his ministry for us. Yes, he's prophet, priest as king. Navi is prophet, Kohen, priest, and Melech, king. And some see these dimensions of his ministry as being uh, chronological, that he was prophet, when he was on earth pre he's uh, he's priest now is he interceding for us he certainly is our high priest and then king later and that's one way of looking at it when he reigns in his kingdom he's going to be king but uh, there's another way of looking at it i think he's certainly all of those all of the time still now but there's definitely we can look at how he is one more of one than the other at at a certain period of time, at certain aspects of time. And right now, this vision that John has is unbelievable. It is amazing. Revelation chapter one, we're looking at verse 10. We'll be looking at it today and the rest of the week, at least the rest of the chapter of Revelation chapter one of the apocalypse. So in chapter one, verse 10, John says that, uh, he says, I was in the ruach, the spirit in, on the day of the Lord, and literally I came to be, I came to be in the Spirit, in the Ruach, the Numa, the Spirit, on the Lord's day, the, the day full of the Lord. And I heard behind me a great, the Greek word is mega, the great from mega, the, a loud, a great, you know, like we get mega this, a loud voice. And the voice, the word voice in the, in the Greek is where we get the word phone for phonograph from, phone. So ring the telephone rings, but it's the phone. It's the Lord's voice. And we'll see what that voice sounded like. Boy, what John describes the voice like. And he says it was like, well, first it says it was like a trumpet here. Here, the voice is like a shofar, a trumpet, Biblical word, there's a couple words, few words for trumpet in the Bible, but this, we would say here, it's probably the word for shofar. We would translate, the shofar. Boy, uh, if anyone knows Edward, he can blow a shofar like no one can at Cold O D. Shofar, he blew it at the Israel rally uh, on the march on uh, this last Sunday, downtown Nashville. And I, when he blew it, you saw some people say, whoa, what is going on? This is the shofar of war. And when the shofar sounds, it had different sounds, signal, it signaled different things, but it was the shofar, it's the shofar of war. God is at war. God is at war. He's coming back to take over. Think about it. This shofar sounds the the voice of the Lord. I heard behind me a great voice, like a shofar, like a trumpet. God is coming back. He says, I'm coming back to take over. I'm coming back to take over this world, but it's not without a fight. It's a big fight. But he's not giving up on the world. He's not letting the world go to hell, so to speak. He's not just uh, abandoning the world. He says, I am taking it over. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. And so he says... It was on the Lord's day, and this can be the, the in the Greek the Lord's the, a Lord-filled day. Some say a Lordy day, but that that's kind of sounds weird to me. But the Lord's day, it, it's a day filled with the Lord, or it can be. I think really the meaning is the day of the Lord. It's looking forward to that what the Bible calls the day of the Lord. It has it's a it's a powerful passage uh, and prophetic understanding. The prophets speak about this day of the Lord, Yom Adonai, the day of the Lord, and so God coming back and He says, saying in verse eleven, "What you see, write right away. Write it. The Greek tense is write it down right away in a scroll." He says that again in verse nineteen. By the way, write it down right now and send to the seven kahilot, the seven ecclesi, the seven congregations to Ephesus, to Smyrna, to Pergamum, and to Thyatira, and to Sardis, and to Philadelphia, and to Laodicea. These, he said, send it, write it, everything down, what you're seeing, what you're hearing, what you're witnessing here, John. What you, I want you to write it down, get it right down, and then send it to these specific, I think they're clearly specific synagogues, specific believing assemblies. They're each separated in the Greek language. If you look, they're each separated by an and to, and to this one, and to that one, and to that one. So scholars differ on how, whether this is a symbolic of seven congregations, you know, God's number, the perfect number, seven complete number, so it could just represent all believing assemblies. I'm sure it can, but... Clearly, I believe they were specific assemblies, geographically perhaps in a perimeter, and the messengers, or messenger was going to take the scroll and have it read at each assembly along the route. Read the whole scroll, the whole book. What John was receiving, what well, we have, the Book of Revelation, and their their definite congregations. Uh, he's going to read it to. And each one, he's going to read. Very important. And he says, and I turned to see the voice. That's interesting. To see, You don't see a voice, you hear a voice. But he says, the voice is so powerful. The voice, God's voice, the shepherd's voice, the king's voice, the prophetic voice of God, so powerful, he says, you're going to actually see the voice which spoke with me. And he says he saw seven lampstands, seven golden Lampstands. What were these lampstands? Well, we know in the temple, a lampstand was the menorah, the menorah, the lampstand of God, the the light of the, the light representing the light. And in the midst of the lampstands, one like the Son of Man. Now he sees Yeshua. Here is Yeshua, Jesus, the Messiah, standing in the midst of the lampstands, of the menorahs, menorahs, one like the Son of Man. Here's the description. This is what we see in this powerful passage of Revelation of the Apocalypse, the uncovering of Yeshua. He's coming back. The shofar, sound of war. He's coming back, not leaving the world to go to just go aimlessly to be abandoned. No, the Lord is concerned and he doesn't want any to perish. He wants all to come to repentance in 2 Peter 3:8. He doesn't want it abandoned. He's coming back. To, re, to redeem, he's coming back to rescue his, his redeemed. He's coming back to, to bring judgment, to set up his kingdom. And so he says, in the midst, here he is, and here's the vision that John sees Yeshua as Cohen Gadol, great high priest, great high priest, Cohen Gadol, Cohen Gadol, the great high priest. He's now ascended, he's glorified. He's glorified. He's no longer on earth. As the book of Hebrews, the writer of Hebrews wrote, writes, he's ever living in Hebrews 7.25. He's, he's ever living to make intercession for us. He's ascended. He's our high priest. Exodus ch- chapter 28 describes the holy garments that the priest would wear and the high priest would wear. The priest, the koans, the koanim, the priesthood, the priest and the Kohen Haggadol, the different garments. But the he says, you are to make holy garments for br- your brother Aaron. Aaron will be the high priest. For splendor and for beauty. He goes on to say, make Aaron's garments for consecrating him, so that he may minister to me. God says the pre- high priest will minister to me as a Kohen. These are the garments that they are to make. A breastplate. An ephod, a robe. John's going to see Yeshua in the robe. A tunic of checkered work, a turban, and a sash. These are the garments of the priesthood. Now, John is going to see Yeshua as the high priest. And he's, and Daniel 7, chapter 7, verse 9, while I was watching, thrones were set up, and the ancient of days took his seat. His garment was as white as snow and the hair of his head like pure wool. Why is that? Why is that? Yeshua, same thing. We see his hair as white as wool. White as wool. His throne was ablaze with flames of fire. With flames. It's wheels in burning fire. Now Ezekiel also had a vision of the glory of God glorified, of Yeshua glorified. Like the appearance of the rainbow in the cloud on a rainy day, so was the appearance of the radiance. It was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of Adonai. I saw it, I fell on my face. That's what John's uh, response was when he saw Yeshua glorified. He didn't just have a response like, my pal, Yeshua, my pal, Jesus, Jesus, my buddy. No, he fell on his face. He fell on his face. And he heard, when he heard the voice, and Ezekiel says, I fell on my face and I heard the voice of the one who was speaking. Amazing, amazing. So what does it mean? And I'm gonna stop here and continue with this. But J-, J. Vernon McGee, great scholar J. Vernon McGee says, is in the midst. In the midst, and I looked up the word, it's meso. It's right in the middle. He's in the middle. He says he is judging the assemblies. Yeshua is judging the assemblies. Judging believers, Jay Vernon McGee says, that our light might continue to shine. He has to. He judges us so that our light might continue to shine. Imagine it. That's his mission. That's, his, that's what he's doing right now. So that our light can, do we want an assembly where God's word does not convict us, does not pierce us, never offends or upsets us? Is that what we want? Do We want a Yeshua that's just our pal and our buddy, or do we want the real Yeshua, the glorified one, the one who's ascended and glorified? As high priest, he intercedes, but he also, as J. Vernon McGee says, he inspects. He's inspecting. He pours the oil as it's needed, but he cleans out our dirty oil. Oh, we have dirty oil, every one of us, and he's got to clean it out, but he's gonna pour in the fresh oil so he can pour in the fresh oil. And we see this in Paul's letters. Paul writes, and the Holy Spirit builds up, but then he corrects and educates so we can grow. Jeremiah's ministry, he says, Then the Lord stretched out his hand and touched my mouth, and the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, today I have appointed you over nations and over kingdoms to uproot and tear down, to destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plant. This is what Yeshua is doing in in a similar way in the Kahila, in the assemblies. Amazing passage, amazing passage of seeing Yeshua in the midst of the congregations of the assemblies. Remember, Ecclesia, we are out cold of God. And uh, amazing. So, we're going to look at this description of boy, we see his feet. There's a description in the parasha this week of, of, of seeing God and Eve only seeing really his feet. His feet and then the rest of his garments. Amazing. What a passage. Lord, may we see you in your glory. Lord, help us get a glimpse, because we can only get that much, but help us get a glimpse, Lord, of you in your glory, in your present ministry. Lord, as the priest, high priest, our high priest, and as a, our coming king, and as our prophet king. Lord God, we thank you for your what you're doing now. We thank you for this amazing, powerful, prophetic book of the apocalypse oh god and how it can change us help it we pray it would transform us that special blessing you promised for those who reading and hearing and keeping the words of the prophecy of this book revelation 1 3 amen shalom ederv